Hello everyone, and this is the Dot Podcast. Sadly, this is my second to last podcast, and I've had a lot of fun doing this. And today, I'm going to talk about how, what can we do to help better the mental health and well-being of our teenagers? So, I thought about this for a bit, and I want to start with the schools instead of talking about parents like I always do. So... We can, there's a lot that we can do, and there is a lot of examples that I can use, and they don't come to mind right now, sadly. (laughs) Um, But I know something that we can do to better our health and and our mental well-being, and that is actually caring counselors. Now, we at Truman high school are blessed to have such amazing counselors and it's been a really I've had really really bad experiences with counselors in my past so I am really like grateful to have counselors who like care and really do want to see us grow because there are some counselors that can have all the um good like they can they can act like they care, like, um, excuse me, sorry. <sighs> I keep losing my train of thought. There are some counselors that, while the room is all set up nice and free and for it to be like relaxing, like the lighting is dim and it's very like, it's very decorated and supposed to give you like a calm feel. The person themselves do not care and I'm going to use an example. My counselor back at my middle school really didn't care from what I had seen because there was a time where I self-harmed and I told my counselor because I thought I could trust them and they called my mom. Now, yeah, there are like, they, and I had to find out that last, um, this year, when I went to go talk to my current counselor here at Truman, um my mom she also had to call my mom too but she also had to tell me that she's legally bound to so i didn't like give her any flack for that well my counselor didn't tell me any anything like that at back at my middle school um and it kind of like sucked to hear from her that i guess my mom didn't really have to know because it didn't seem like she cared my past counselor and it did it did kind of break me for a while so i thought i really couldn't trust counselors and i couldn't really trust adults because i can't i can't really trust certain adults i i can trust my dad i can't really trust my mom i can trust some of my teachers but counselors were always a no-no I can never, ever, ever trust my counselors. And it's a sad reality to think about because I want to be able to trust more. I want to be able to have a group of people, a trusted group of people that I can go to. And uh, I don't know. It's just not, it's not the best. And another thing is that schools could have is, this was my friend's actually, I'm just gonna use hers. Um, I kind of, I, there should be some like type of, t- 
time that all students from whatever grade level, whenever they feel stressed, they talk to their trusted adult, if you have one, and they feel like all students should get a time for themselves. Because yes, you can like go out, go out in, in the hallway and take a walk, but I know for some people that doesn't help as Truman is a giant school and there are people, there's everyone's different and everyone needs to um, like try to find something that like they can do. And I feel like we do have that here, but I don't feel like it's accessible to anyone. Like for me, my comfort place is writing. My comfort zone and my comfort, my comfortable mindset is writing because that's what I love to do. And at the same time, I'm working on something that could be great for my future. So I just like want a lot of people to think about how we can just by letting students have more freedom to express mental health, I feel like teachers and parents could see growth in their children and their students. Because like we all live differently. There's no one that ever lives the exact same, unless you're just twins. <laughs> but we all think differently. And we all have different thoughts. So there should be a time where everyone gets their issues out, their mental health issues, whether they want whether they want to admit it or not, everyone goes through mental health issues through certain things and no one is allowed to judge. Like I'm using myself as a, as an example again. I also love to dance. And dancing used to be a way that I would like let go of my mental health, like let go of all the problems I was going through. And uh, I'm gonna trauma dump. Um, so back then in sixth grade, I was a very insecure girl. I still kind of am, but not as much as I was back in sixth grade. And it has really been a long time since I have like felt like, remotely good about myself and I used to think that I deserved to die so I would try to instead of like shooting myself or um stabbing myself or something like bloody I would try to give myself anorexia I would try to get myself an eating disorder not for attention I don't know how people do that not for attention but because I feel I felt absolutely I felt that I needed to die and that I shouldn't like be here in this world. And um and I then but and then I found K-pop. And as I started to get into the um mindset, not mindset, <laughs> the community more, I realized how much like I really loved it. And I would just, you know, start. I just started dancing. And I don't know how it exactly happened. I just, like, started dancing. I started dancing to 
BTS songs, mainly girl group songs like Twice and Blackpink. Sometimes there were ITZY, sometimes there were other indie groups. But dancing was my way of releasing all the pent-up feelings that I had inside. And I don't know. I can't... <laughs> um, I'm going to go on a little tangent, tangent here. I'm really sorry. But I, to the people that want to say that that think k-pop stands are like insane or crazy or stupid or annoying i kind of want you to know as a somewhat 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 former k-pop stand myself it has really helped me and my mental health and i truly cannot all these groups that i've loved in the past i can't thank them enough I'm going to use BTS as an example, of course. It's just like me. Their motto is to love yourself. And through their songs, I have a, I have been able to somewhat love myself again. Because I, I, I always looked at other people and compared myself to them because... I was, I kind of let myself go. I, I stopped caring about myself. And people still cared about me, about, like, the way I was treating myself. And when I found, like, BTS, I, um, oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, when I found BTS, I really dove deep into their entire fandom, which is called ARMY. I really dove into the, I wouldn't say lifestyle, but mm, I don't have a word for it. I can't get, I can't think of the word. I, but I really dove into like whatever they had to say. Cause I would sometimes be there for their live streams, even though it was 4 a.m. in the morning for me. And this was like when quarantine happened. Even though it was like 4 a.m. in the morning for me, I would dive into their live stream sometimes. Whenever I, whenever they had one of their online concerts, I was up. I was supposed to be up until 6 a.m. in the morning for it to be over. Um, I listened to most of their songs, like almost all their songs, not all of them. My cousin is a bit more of a fan than I am. She loves her songs. Um, I listen. I will listen to their speeches. And I would, I would listen to Namjoon's speech, and his stage name is RM, a rap monster. Well, that was his former name. But anyway, I, I sometimes would hear speeches, and I would start crying because it really, because it, his his words can actually really move people, and so can their songs. So, I'll, I'm gonna go on this really long tangent. I'm sorry again. Um, there there was an album that they had released back in 2020 i assume i it's been so long i have to look it up and it is called map of the soul seven or as we like to call it mott seven and there is a song that v or his legal name taehyung i think that's that right <laughs> um that he made that is called inner child and by God, is that I don't care. I don't like it when people say, oh, but you don't know what they're saying. That's not the premise of the, that's not the premise of what I'm trying to say. I'm saying I can look up the lyrics to a song 
I can look up the English lyrics to a song. I can look on YouTube and see it. But I can see the passion in his voice and that shit made that I I cry. I cry every time, like almost every time I listen to it because it is such a goddamn good song. I love it so much. There there's a song called Gin Made. I think I forgot what it was called, but my friend had recommended me it and I cried so hard. No one was home when I listened to it. But I was genuinely like upset because Jin <laughs> Jin loves to call himself worldwide handsome and we all think it's funny and we all think it's true because he is a very handsome man. But it the song, if I remember correctly, dove really deep into his insecurities and how he really feels about himself. And it and it really resonated within me because I have those same insecurities, even though outside I I am known as this person who is who doesn't give a flying fuck or has very high love. I think of myself as a very high standard, but even though it's all a facade, <laughs> it's all not real, it's all a facade, I just do it to, I'm a, pe- I'm a people pleaser, so I just try to impress the people. And the reason why I went on this really, really long tangent is because there are there are schools, there are ways that you can make your students feel better. And I think that we should all like get at least 15 minutes, 15 to 30 minute, minutes to just like vibe, like no phones, no electronics. You we just vibe, we talk to our friends, and we start to, and we'll start to feel better, I assume. Maybe some people do feel better when they're on their phones, because personally, I would need my phone to write, and I would need my phone, and I, but, but also, I have a sketchbook right here, so you can kind of hear it. <laughs> I, I do have my sketchbook, and I can draw up a storm, <laughs> and they also the also second reason why I went on this real long tangent songs can also make people feel a lot better about how they like you know process stuff because k-pop was like my thing it I, it's something that i love to do not do <laughs> listen to i love to be immersed in it i think that was the word i was looking for back then and uh, it has really helped me and I never, and I would always like clown people who listen to K-pop, but me now as a freshman, I I enjoy it a lot. And all the, and every single member of every single group, all have something to say. And when it, and when choosing the people in the in the groups that I was biased against, I always chose the members that related the most to me because Hobie J-Hope I relate to him because he's a dancer he's an amazing dancer and he's you know he's always hopeful his name is J-Hope for for fuck's sake he is very like energetic I'm energetic he's always very happy I always see him smiling I never really see him crying and if I if I see him crying I'm gonna cry so that's why Hobie is my bias Jisoo from Blackpink is my bias because one, she's tall, yes. Two, she's very talented and she 
she in in more ways than one she is a really beautiful type of person even though i've never met her in real life i've never been to a fan meeting twice i can again i can go on i can go i can go on i'm not gonna go on i have stuff to talk about <laughs> and i feel like i don't know i feel like today well, it's a happier day because I'm done with finals. I'm okay. I'm I passed my finals. I'm very happy about myself, and I want to let schools know that there are ways that you can make your students listen to you without yelling at them. And the reason why I said it like that is because there are some teachers who will yell at their kids, and I have I have seen that. I have seen teachers berate their kids and and they don't take it well because we're kids. And ooh, sorry. <laughs> and um we we need to I feel like we need to understand that we're still we're we're turning fifteen, all most freshmen are. And that's where we start to realize that the world is a horrible place. And I feel like schools can truly make that better by how you treat us. And I get it that some students don't treat you or treat teachers and administrators with respect. But it does, I feel like it doesn't mean that you need to be mean to them back because you're kind of just falling on their level. And now I want to talk about how parents can better the mental health of our teens hello everyone and i am back so we're gonna talk about how parents can better the mental health wait what no that's the last podcast actually no yeah it is <laughs> how parents can actually help and family so i want to talk about self-harm quickly and this is a very big trigger warning i feel like parents should not give any flack to the children if they self-harm because you're just going to make it worse you're just going to make it worse and i feel like you should talk to them in a very calm manner and give them your i want let your child i feel like you should let your children know that it is okay well it's not okay for them to self-harm but it's, it is okay to talk to them about how they feel because I can't do that personally and I just want like people to I want people to um know that they are like safe with like their with their family and they are safe to do everything they they're safe to tell them anything that they need to tell them and I don't know I guess that's really all I have to say I guess I kind of went on a really long tangent about schools but I feel like schools can make a lot of difference so I guess that's where I'm going to end it today i have one more podcast to upload after this so i will see you there bye bye